So what we're gonna learn in this domain will be first how to create an information asset register and what is the information asset register in the first place. Then the asset classification and here we're gonna talk about the classification, the asset owner, the custodian. Then we're gonna talk about privacy protection. We're gonna talk about asset retention. How long should I keep an asset and what is the policy when it comes to the retention? Then data security controls and finally secure data handling. So let's start with the first lecture. From our previous discussion, we agreed that as a business, you need to have a list of all your assets. Now, what are those assets? And what are the assets that is usually available? And what is the asset that you need to do it yourself? So if you go to any organization, you will find that they usually have a list of all the physical assets, things like computers, or, or uh, laptop, shares, table, cables, switches, all those are listed in assets and sometimes it's under the, it's managed by the finance department because they need to know how much they spend on that. Sometimes they have an asset department and so on. But the weakness is usually in organizations, they don't have an information asset list. And this is what I'm going to show you in the next lecture. And if you go to any, or if you get hired anywhere, this is one of the main lists that you need to make sure is there. Because if you get any audit or any uh, compliance audit or uh, legal audit, they will ask you for that. Because the information, as I explained in the previous lecture, is your main assets as a business, right? Think about banks, for instance. How much is their information worth? Can they afford to lose any of those information? If you have a bank account and you lost it, is it acceptable? Can you take a legal action against the bank uh, because of that? Is anyone going to trust the bank to open an account if you lose one customer information? It's quite important, right? Military or government, what is their information and how much it worth and so on? So, in general, before showing you how to create the asset list, which is a very important document in the organization, and you are not the one who is filling it, by the way, the information asset list or the information asset register is usually filled by department. You are just making sure that they are filling it right. So if anything gets lost, you will be knowing who is responsible and who is not. So, in any organization, what kind of assets they have? They have hardware, they have software, they have data asset, physical system, documentation. ITEM or IT asset management is to manage the life cycle of those assets. To have a list where you are writing down all this information. By the way, here we are talking about anything that holds assets. So if you have an external hard drive that includes a lot of files and documents, this is an asset. If you have an application or a database that holds customer information, it's an asset, and so on and so forth. So you need to have a list that have all those asset information, which I'm going to show you in the next lecture. And you need to write down their uh, uh, cost. Uh, and also you need to identify the ownership of the asset. Now, this point is very important, and let me have your attention on that. 
any asset list, as we're going to see, will have the name of the asset, but also you should include the owner of the asset and the custodian of the asset. What's it, what is the difference between owner and custodian? So, for instance, if you are working in an insurance company and you have a list of all this customer information or all the customer information of this company, okay, which is very important because if someone was able to steal this list and sell it to a competitor, he will know your customer and what deal you are giving them. And maybe he can give a better deal and steal all your customer. So as an asset, it's quite important. Just an Excel sheet that include all their contacts, their financial details, uh, finance details, their, uh, their uh, contact information and so on. Okay. Who's the owner of this file? It's an Excel sheet. Is it you? Maybe you are the one who created, but are you the owner? Let me ask you this question. If you leave the company, do you have the right to take this file with you? Definitely not. That means the owner is not you. Even if you are not, if you are the one who are creating, the, who created this file, you still are not the owner. The owner, in most of the cases, is the company, right? While, what do you call yourself? You are the custodian. You are the one who are managing this file. So most of the time, the owner will be the department, will be the company, but the custodian is the one who is managing this file, who modifying, who decides the importance of the file, who decides the classification. But he's not the owner in the, in a sense that he do not have the right to take the file if he leaves this company and go to another company. So very important to understand between the difference between owner and custodian. And it will be very useful if in the sheet that we're going to create in the next lecture, beside identifying or writing down all the assets that you have, also you need to identify the owner of the assets and the custodian. Custodian means the person who is managing the asset. In, in case something went wrong or a file get lost, who are you going to call or who are you going to like uh, uh, talk to? Who's responsible? While the owner, most of the time, it will be the department, or it will be the company, or it could be the CEO, the senior management, and so on. Uh, also, according to the list, you're going to implement the security control to protect those data. So, for instance, if you have a list of all important files that represent report or a budget or a payroll, okay, according to that, because it's written in the files that those are confidential data, you're going to decide how I'm going to secure them. Do I need to encrypt the drive? Do I need to assign a password on them? So having an information asset register will help you uh, identify what need to have security and what not. Maybe in the list you have a document like uh, a brochure. You have uh, like a brochure template on your uh, computer or maybe some some advertising document they are not that quite important if you lost them it will not affect your business it will not affect your reputation and so on okay so it having this list will help you to do that so i want you not just to take the knowledge from this domain but i want you to create an information asset list yourself okay uh, it's important to apply classification as you're going to see according to sensitivity of data so it's not just just writing down the list of information and list of software and list of data that you have in a list, but also you need to classify them. You need to identify the owner and custodian. 
very be very clear about the regulation uh, uh, policy requirement and about the legal as well. What do we mean by that? Let me give you a small example, which is very, very important, right? Logs, any application or any software or any computer, they have logs, right? And in one of the lectures, I'm going to show you how to check the computer logs. If you have a surveillance cam, for instance, in your company, they are keeping video, they are recording video, right? How long those logs or those video, you should keep them? Should I keep them uh, for one month? Should I keep them for one day? I mean, I'm, I'm recording those surveillance video and I keep them in some storage in my company or I'm, I'm capturing logs from my system and I keep them. How long should I keep them? What do you think? Should I keep them for two days, for one week, for one year? Because I cannot say I will keep them forever because it will take storage. And by keeping all those recording or all those logs, you know, it's an endless process. So you have to keep them for a, for a time uh, or a, for a, 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 like a period of time and then get rid of them. Okay. Let's assume that you decided to keep them from for one week. Because you checked and you don't have enough storage, so you decided to keep all those recording and all those logs for one week. And then a robbery happened to your bank, or someone steals something, or someone like hacked to the company network and steal critical information. You're going to inform law enforcement, and then law enforcement will come and ask you, where is the video recording? Okay, it happened after two or three weeks. What are you going to tell them? I only kept them for one week? Or the logs, I, I used to override the logs every one week? This is not right. You're going to face legal problem because of that. Okay, so we need to know about the legal because it's different from one country to another. And it's different that if you are working in a government, different than if you are working in a private sector. So one thing you need to do before starting creating those asset lists and starting managing them, it's to contact the legal department. Guys, could you let me know how long should I keep the logs? How long should I keep the information? How long should I keep even the information of this uh, organization? The documents, the list, how long should I keep it according to the law? And you should follow that. But saying that I didn't knew, this is not an excuse. Usually, this kind of jobs, information security officer or consulting or specialist, they are getting paid very well, but they have a legal responsibility. So we need to check with legal department first. What is the regulation? How long should I keep the assets? And so on. Now, after having this discussion about the information asset list or asset management, let me show you how to create one. And I'm going to ask you for a small practice to create your own information assets. And then uh, we're going to evaluate it together. Now, let me show you how to create an information asset list, also known information asset register. You may find different name related to the information assets. Some of them will be IAR or ITAM, whatever the name is. But the concept is having a list that include all your information assets and their classification and their uh, uh, owner and custodian. Don't forget those terminology, owner and custodian. So, 
I have some of the templates which I'm going to share with you. But actually, if you search online, you can find. Besides, you can modify in the template. It's not like you have to use this specific template. But you can modify. So let me open one of them and let's discuss what should be inside the asset list. Now, now before showing you the different item in the asset list, uh, uh, let me just tell you that. Who should like write down all the information that you have? Because this is not an easy task. You have here in this list to write all the software that you have, all the uh, uh, computer that has information there, all the document, digital document and hard copy document. So you have some Excel sheets, you have some reports, some PowerPoint. You have to write down all those information, their classification, where they are located, how important they are, and so on and so forth. Who's in charge of that? Is it you? Definitely not, because you need to uh, have a list of all the information asset for all your organization, not just the IT. HR, they have important information. Finance, they have important information. So you have to give each of those departments a list, and you need to ask them to fill it. Your responsibility is to show them how it needs to be filled, and this is very important for the exam, because you're going to find many questions inside the exam related to the information asset management, about classification, about labeling, and so on. But also for a business, because any audit that will come will first ask you about that. And if you go to any interview, this is one of the points that you need to raise. Show them that you know that you should start by having an information asset list. Because if I don't have a list of all the valuable assets in my company, how can I know what to protect, right? <clears throat> so what should be in this asset? So again, your responsibility is to make sure each department are filling that and are updating them as well. Because as you know, that information keeps changing. Some new information is there. Some other information will be retained under retention. So it needs to be updated frequently. So we're going to talk about update later on, but let me show you first the list. And as I told you, you can change that. I will leave the process right now. We don't need to talk about the process. This will be covered in a different uh, topic. And we're going to start from here. Name of the asset. What is the name of the asset? It could be a document. It could be a full uh, 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 a digital uh, document. It could be a hard copy document. It could be a software, a database, whatever the name. Then... So I'm going to assume that we're going to start from the name of this. You can even give a number. The description of this. So for instance, if the name of the asset, it's like uh, 